Welcome, everybody, to the Pulp Mex Fantasy Podcast, Bud's Creek edition. We're going to look back at how we did at Unadilla, look ahead to this weekend in Bud's Creek, and uh, talk about how we did at Dilla, who we think is going to be good picks for uh, Bud's Creek. we got some guys coming in. Enzo Lopes is coming in. Uh, Hunter Lawrence is coming in. Thomas Covington is coming into the series. So we do have some 250 guys to talk about and discuss for sure when it comes to Pulp Mex Fantasy and playing uh, this weekend. So thanks again for everybody for playing. Really appreciate it. It's been a fun year. Two to go. Two to go. And if you're Travis Marks, uh, that means uh, a very happy thing when you think about only two to go. Uh, all right, everybody. Thank you, Fly Racing, for coming on board this podcast, flyracing.com. Uh, Justin Bogle wearing his, uh, wearing Fly Racing, and this is the spot this weekend at Bud's Creek where he won his first ever national. Zach Osborne wearing Fly Racing, Team USA MXDN. Uh, tons of guys wearing Fly Racing this weekend, and you'll see them all. Uh, so thank you, Fly Racing. ProTaper, ProTaper.com. Uh, Geico Honda, Rockstar Husky, JGR Suzuki, all running Pro Taper bars, grips, sprockets, all of them. So thanks to Pro Taper for coming on board. 100% as well. The new Armega goggle offers unparalleled dominance for the modern racer, bringing ultra HD lens clarity to motocross, experience definition never before viewed through the lens of a goggle. The best part of 100% coming on the show is that if you go to ride100percent.com, use the code FANTASY19 at checkout, you save 25% on casual apparel and accessories. So 25% off using the code FANTASY19 at ride100percent.com. So thanks to those guys for coming on board. And thank you, Kawasaki. Giving away three bikes. We already gave away a 250. We got a 250 for the outdoor winner of the Championship League. And then we have a 450 coming up as well uh, to a random championship user. So thanks, Kawasaki. Turn your competition green with envy, folks at Kawasaki. So, all right. Uh, we got the whole crew on. We got uh, Parabinos, Truman, and JT uh, talking fantasy. So let's, uh, let's roll into that, shall we? And uh, thanks for playing, everybody. All right, everybody, as promised, uh, on the Pulp Mex Fantasy Podcast Show, thanks, to, by the way, to 100% Fly, Pro Taper, and the folks at Kawasaki, as I stated in the beginning, for uh, helping this game out. Let's, uh, let's dive into how we did at Unadilla. Look ahead to Bud's Creek. We've got some additions to the series uh, for the 250 class that we can talk about, and uh, we'll review how we did at Unadilla and everything else. First up, on the line from Get and Athena, it's Dan Truman. What's up, Dan? How are you? Two rounds to go. I'm very excited. Very excited. I've had a rough run. It's been up and down for you. Very up and down. Yeah, not great. But I got two rounds left. I'm going to come out swinging. Uh, also on the line from ProTaper, ProTaper.com, Paul Parabinos. Paul, you had a good week. Yeah, yeah. It, probably the best week, single week I've had. Um, so, yeah, it was cool. Uh, but, yeah, two more to go. And, now that I've gotten on that good week, maybe I can keep it going. That seems to be the way it works in this game. Keep it rolling. Uh, speaking of uh, good weeks, this man did not have one. Uh, from Fly Racing, flyracing.com, it's Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? How are you? I'm okay. Uh, it's not Saturday, so yep. that means I'm doing pretty well. Okay. Uh, we'll get into uh, you know how, how you did and who you picked and everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, I got 415 last round. I was kind of happy with that at the end of the day, to be honest, but then I looked at the scores and I'm like, oh. I shouldn't be that happy about it, but at the time, like watching the riders and kind of you know paying attention to the race, I'm like, ah, I'm doing okay. Like it wasn't a killer week, but I'm like, oh, I'm okay. And then afterwards, I'm like, oh wait, four fifteen, not that good. But I scored four fifteen. I was eight hundred eighty second overall, sixtieth uh, overall in in M- overall MX series rank, eight hundred at uh, Unadilla. So, uh, JT, how'd you do? Three ninety five. Uh, my best advice to any rider out there is avoid my team at all costs because you probably won't finish the day if you're on my team that's the way it's gonna go yeah yeah uh all right dan i got 514 nice it, w- it wasn't terrible it was uh better than you guys and i'm closing in on you steve for that 50 dollars i'm gonna steal from you yeah yeah what and, are you 20 uh, back of me i think or something yeah i mean i made up almost 100 points that round it, it had been a rough go but mm-hmm. uh I got some lap leaders wrong and um, not being able to pick Sexton, which we'll get into. So, um, All right. And Paul? I got 537. Nice. The high um, score of the so, game was 543. So you were six yeah. off. Yeah, yeah. I Overall for the weekend fourth, um, that moved me to 465 in the overall series rank. So um, I'm not catching. I'm, I'm in closer to you guys, but I'm not in the conversation yet. Maybe one more awesome weekend i might be but um if i would have uh if i would have got the lap leaders right i could have won the weekend but i got i picked rocks in the 450 and unlike um I, I know what the rules are and tomac was first across the finish line uh, a lot of people can't seem to grasp that 
But, uh, yeah, so I only got one lap leader right. But still a very good weekend for me. What was one of the prizes of Pro Taper product? Please tell me it was. Uh, obviously, we're not, well, I'm not, we're not eligible to win, obviously, yeah. but would you have won a Pro Taper product? That would have been great. I don't think so. I don't think Charles, so. Charles Castellou has almost won the 100% prize like three times. Yeah. Yeah, that would that'd, that'd be pretty great. Pretty awesome. Fourth <laughs> uh, is a BT card, so no. Okay. All right. Uh, let's get into this uh, and, and talk about Unadil and everything else. Rookies came in and uh, didn't really play a factor. Well, they did, I guess, in JT's case. But mm-hmm. as far as the overall points, uh, it was a very – very uh, uh, underwhelming fantasy day for those guys. So, all right, uh, number one. Well, actually, let's go lap leaders. So, fifty percent of you selected a guy in two fifty class to lead a lap. Seventy four percent of you got it right. Uh, that would be Justin Cooper and Dylan Ferrandez. Well, that led the two laps. I had Cooper, and forty eight percent. So, almost half again of you picked a four fifty guy, and uh, only eight percent of you got it right. And it was Marvin and Tomac. Now. Uh, I not we got some emails. We got a few people complaining. Marks was telling us about the first lap leader. We I've been doing it the same year, same way for two years now. Uh, whether it the finish line is at the end of the first lap, which it sometimes is, and it counts as a lap, and then it shows on the AMA scores, or sometimes like Unadilla, the finish line is a quarter of a lap in or less, and, and it Bud's doesn't. Creek. It, or Bud's Bud, Creek. Bud's Creek also it does not count as a full lap. However. We don't care because we don't care about whether it counts as a lap or not. We just care about the first guy to cross the finish line. That's it. So uh, sometimes that's sometimes that's sometimes that's a lap leader, depending on the location. So I, I think uh, the the biggest thing to comment there is there have been a ton of there's been a ton of inconsistency with the AMA over the years, and we don't want to be subject to what they're doing. Uh, they get the whole shots wrong, they get first lap leaders wrong, they get results wrong, uh, they get disqualified riders for cutting the track wrong. Uh, they get all kind of, everything wrong. So uh, we don't want to be subject to their inconsistency, so we go off of the first time anyone crosses the finish line jump every time, no matter what. And and the, t- the timing is correct on the first lap on the live timing. You will see it because that's when the transponders pick up. So mm-hmm. you won't see it necessarily in the post-race results, but you will see it live at the race when you're watching it on TV or you're there anyways. It, uh, you watch, and the first rider to cross, it's listed. Even if it's not a lap, it's listed. So it's officially there, and that's what we go off of. So uh, a lot of people were whiners and complainers, and you people all need to get a life because it's been doing, been doing the same way. So Yeah, but everybody that complained had Roxon, right? And Roxon yeah. passed Eli at the end of the, the second time crossing the finish line, which yeah. he turned to go. Yeah. All right? So – that was the issue. JT also had Roxon. I believe Paul might have had. I had Roxon. I had Roxon. Right. <laughs> I had Roxon. But the well. the rule has been the same, and it stayed the same. Yeah. You know? So just and, and, and people are like, well, how can you prove Eli crossed it because of the lap chart? Well, there's video of it, so we have that. We also have a photo of it. So I mean, like, oh, oh. like I said, Eli we have transponders. Transponders yeah. pick it up right away. Why well, national well, television is a fair representation. And, um, and if you if you want to. To what JT was saying about the whole shot, go rewatch the the race Moto One, um, and they give the whole shot to to Justin Bogle. I mean, Weege goes well. Some I guess the line was there, and they give it to Bogle. But I mean, <laughs> Eli clearly had the whole shot. Yeah, so yeah. that's why we can't go off the whole shot and things like that. We have to just go off first person across. It's the, just it's always been the same, and you people complain and need to be be quiet, quiet down. I don't I don't want to ever be subjected to the AMA's discretion over decision <laughs> ever, <laughs> not ever. Um. All right, so 250 class from Unadilla. I brought this man up on the podcast last week, and I was kind of shut down a little bit. I wasn't too happy with it. It was my lock, 100% lead pipe lock of the week, and he was the top point scorer, Marty Davalos, everybody. Handicap 12. We got some carpal tunnel syndrome uh, surgery figured out, and uh, he had, he had, you know, he'd been missing for a long time, and before that had done god awful. So his handicap was a 12. You guys kind of mocked me a little bit. I'll be honest. I wasn't happy with the response from whoever was on the show last week about Marty. You guys wrote him off too quickly. So uh, he was my lead pipe block of the week. 80 points for Marty. Nice job. Chase Sexton, 72 points. He was a negative one handicap, but he's been coming on, obviously, after uh, having those heat issues. And so we'll, we'll talk about him in a little sec in a second. But 72 points for Sexton. Jordan Bailey, 62 Marshall Welton, 62. Derek Drake, 60. Jet Lawrence, the top amateur, at 59. McElrath, 58. Mumford, 56. Uh, pick trend 
was uh, Jet Lawrence. Sixty-one percent of you people picked Jet Lawrence. Uh, what did he qualify? Was it good? Uh, it wasn't thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah. So it was. It was okay. Uh, compared to where he finished, sixty-one uh, percent of you picked it. Mumford was next at thirty-five. So two. Well, you guys were all in on the amateurs. Then Marty at thirty. Then Chase Sexton at twenty-nine. Then AC Cooper. Jerry Robin was twenty-three percent picture, and Jerry qualified. I think ninth. Just, just, just killed it, Jerry, in qualifying. You know what I, I struggle with on Mumford? Mm. So, all of us watch pretty closely, right? Um, we pay attention. That's our part of our, you know, duties with this website, and also it's just what we want to do. So, Jason Wygant tells us during the practice qualifying show that Carson Mumford has done exactly one thirty-minute moto leading up to the race because he didn't know he was racing Unadilla until Loretta's. So he got to do one thirty-minute moto. Then all those people that aren't paying attention, don't know that information, not doing, you know, the research that some others are doing, and this is just one example, they all pick him. And what was his pick trend? It was really high, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Mumford was uh, 35. 35. 35%. And then he, he comes through and does really well. Like that, that, stuff like that drives me so far insane that I can't even handle it. It just drives me crazy. Because all, all that happens is they picked off lap time, and right. they probably don't even know where he's from or anything about him. And yeah, sweet. Yeah, I've never seen him before. He did well in practice. Oh, handicap, sweet. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, that drives me crazy. His his results did really um, surprise me too, because I just did think that, like UJT, I thought he would have a tough time at the end of the races, and he really did hang in there. Um, and and I wasn't put off by his qualifying time, which a lot of people that's why I picked him. But Carson's always been a good qualifier. He'll you if you notice and pay attention, Buzz Creek, he'll be the first guy on the track. He'll, he'll get a lap time right very early, um, and uh, and he'll put in a good time. Now, same um, at Loretta's. I think he might have even had the fastest lap of the week. Um, but, but it was the practice. He got out front, and he set the fastest time, you know. I don't understand. He's a, he's a top amateur guy. Why isn't he doing 30s for practice? I, they don't do because, 30s for practice? I know Loretta's is 20, but they don't do t- 30s? Well, no. not when you're not expecting to race a national this season. But I just you just do 30 anyways, don't you? No? Why? Because then you're super strong on a 20-minute. You crush it on a 20-minute moto. Right? I don't think that's well, generally how it works. I think they I, train for the motos they okay, have to race. Well, if I ever become a trainer uh, for amateur riders, my, my rider will do 30s. You are the epitome of, of what a motocross trainer would be. Right. Marty, Marty does 30s. He's crushing them. All right. So I had Marty. I was on board the whole time. 80 points. Thank you, Marty. Checked in with him in the morning and all of that. Uh, we're friends now, sort of. Uh, 80 points for Marty. Uh, I had Chase Sexton. That was a no-brainer. I really thought on, on that track he would do something good. And negative one, obviously, it wasn't great. But uh, I just thought, yeah, it was Sexton. So I had the top two picks. Really good for me. Good job. I had Colt Nichols. He was a six handicap. Uh, so I had a perfect team so far with that, with those three guys in 250 class. Because Colt was a six. He rode really well, too, man. He was way far back in the, one of the motos and, and really rode well. So maxed out on the all-star. Uh, I was happy with that. Good job, Colt Nichols. My last guy. I did it. I did it, and I have no one to blame but myself, and it's it's all my fault uh, for doing it, and I'm not even mad. I'm not even mad. I had Jerry. Jerry was fourth. Well, I like 20th, by the way. Jerry not, did? Not ninth. 20th, yeah. Oh, he was ninth in one practice, maybe? I don't know. why. But, no, he was, an eight, he was an 18, though. That's why you took him, because he qualified 20th. He's an 18. He, uh, he crushed it. In, he was early in Moto 1. He's fourth place. I mean, just everything's looking great. We're fantastic. He... He got eight up, obviously, predictably. He got eight up. Then he fell at one point, but he still was, uh, yeah, forty something points, I think, and got a. He got twenty something the first motor, right? Yeah, twenty twentieth. I think got twentieth. Twentieth, yeah. Um, if Jerry and Marty had come through in all in both motos for you, four scores. I don't know that I could recover from that. <laughs> uh, Marty rode, rode with a lot of heart, man. I was impressed with Marty. Uh, so second moto, Jerry crashed out, and that was it. DNF. Thanks, Jerry. But forty nine points from Jerry. That that's that's my two fifty class. Like I said, I was perfect. Top two guys and Colt Nichols crushing it, and Jerry brought it all down for me. And the forty class for me was a shit show, which we'll get to in a second. When but, you said when you say Jerry crashed out and, and quit, though, is he hurt or did we just like? Okay. No, he was in the mechanics area, hunched over in pain. Uh, Doc Podner was looking at him, but he'll be back this weekend. Right. Okay, perfect. Okay. That makes sense. Uh, All right, JT, who'd you have? Well, um, I did not pick Marty. I will not pick Marty. That's not a guy that I pick uh, in outdoors. 
Um, so I'll start there. I picked Chase Sexton. Uh, I was actually really happy that he came through because I got burnt by him at Millville, and then he paid off for everybody at Washougal. So it was nice to get some sort of redemption from him uh, at Unadilla. So that was nice, 72 points. Um, I had Jet Lawrence. We all know the first moto, he should have gotten a ton more points. He went to 37th, uh, came back to 21st. I really thought with about 10 or 12 minutes to go that he was a shoe-in to get double points, but he couldn't close the gap to 19th. So that was a bit of a letdown, but with 61% pick trend, it's almost like, eh, so what? Everybody's kind of in the same boat. Uh, but the, the second moto was a great rebound. He maxed out. So 59-point total, um, you know, it was still a decent score. But like I said, you're almost just subject to what everybody else is doing as well with that high of a pick trend. I had Ferrandis. Uh, he got 50 points, and, and this has been good. I haven't really had much success with my All-Stars this year. So to get another 50-point day out of my All-Star was pretty cool. Uh, and then I had Joe Shimoda, who got zero points. So that was spectacular. I'd really like to send a shout-out to him. Uh, my fantasy team is overwhelmingly stoked with uh, that performance. And as, as bitter as I am, I'm obviously being somewhat facetious here, but he uh, he rode really well in the second moto. He came from, I want to say, 22nd or 21st to up to 14th, and his lap times were super good. Uh, and then he just tossed it away again. Same thing he did the first moto. So. Rule number one, uh, I go back to this in every podcast, you got to finish. That's rule number one to get a good result is you have to finish the moto. So uh, we'll see if he's healthy. I don't know. He looked he looked pretty beat up in the mechanics area, um, so I don't know if he's racing buds or not. But he'll probably race and get 100 points and, and uh, yeah, ruin my Saturday again. <laughs> All right, Paul? Uh, 250 class, I um, I went with Marty Davlos. Yes. Uh, based on your your information, based on MTS information, based on Mitch Payton information, um, when you get a when you see a text from Mitch and he doesn't say no, he never says yes to anything. That's that's rule number one. If you know Mitch, he, he never says yes. So when he said maybe, um, I thought that was good enough information. So I went with Marty and it worked out well. He's the top guy. Um, I. I uh, was actually overlooking Sexton until I um, saw that you had him on your team, Steve, and I was like, whoa, what am I thinking here? I have to have him. That was a big oversight, so I put him on my team, and then that left me with uh, I thought the best picks from there were going to be some of the amateurs, and um, Jet, Jet, I think, is the best one, uh, and he proved to be. He put up the most points. So I had those three guys, and then uh, unfortunately I didn't get 50 with my all-star. That would have been cool if I did. I probably could have won the weekend if I had the right all-star, but I went Justin Cooper, um, and he went for four, I believe. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, to four, get a, to get a forty-four points. So, um, pretty good two fifty team for me for sure. Uh, Dan, two fifties. I had uh, Justin Cooper first lap leader. I mm-hmm. think all you guys might have. I did well. too. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah so yeah. we got we got that first moto. Uh, I had Justin Cooper like Paul for my all star. Uh, I thought just being in New York, he's been good there. I know he doesn't get a ride there, but I think that I thought he would be on the podium. Uh, he had a crash, so he went four four. And then uh, JT picked Shimoda, but I was at Loretta's, and he crashed out of a moto and hurt his shoulder and actually DNF'd the moto because of that. Mm-hmm. So I was worried coming in that his shoulder wasn't going to be good to begin with. Uh, that's why I stayed away from him. But, um, yeah, he did ride good in the second moto until he crashed out again. But I'm not sure that he'll be a good pick this weekend either. Um, so I went with Jet Lawrence. I thought he would be the best rookie. And, you know, he got 59 points, which wasn't the best, but he still did really well and yeah. with a 61% you know, sixth, can't really sixth overall for Jet, like a point scored. That's yeah, fine. yeah, it wasn't wasn't terrible. Uh, I could not pick Sexton. I had him the week before at Washougal, or the race before, so I kind of was on the fence of who to go with, and I went with Jerry, um, which you know was stressful. But he did good the first moto, and I think second moto he would have been fine too. And but you know, Jerry did what Jerry does, unfortunately, and gets points one moto. But uh, still, he got forty nine points. I was never going to really pick Peters or, or any of those guys that were up above him, um, so I'm okay with it. And then my last one was Davalos for the same reason that Paul said. We had a lot of insight from his arms getting fixed and things like that. Mm-hmm. So that was our biggest reason. Um, I wasn't sure he could do the whole moto. Moto 1, we were stressing a little bit. Uh, moto 2, we rode really well and got 50 points, I think, in the second moto. So, um, yeah, I mean, maybe we had a little bit more insight than, than JT had. But I think Marty's a great pick again this weekend. So Yeah, Marty, it was confusing because they said he almost raced Washougal, which he's really good at, but he wasn't quite ready. And then we had an off week. And then Peyton tells me after the race that he only rode three times. 
since the yeah, surgery. Yeah, but it wasn't so much about it wasn't so much about riding. I mean, it sounds like his his hands were going numb during the moto, and he just couldn't hang on. Is what it sounds like. So I don't think he's like if, not in shape. But if uh, he looks a little heavy from prime yeah. Marty. Yeah. But but if you had told me before the race that he only rode three times, I probably would have stayed away from him. Yeah, you know? I mean the weather was also really good for somebody like Marty, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. That has only ridden three times. Yeah. So yeah. I think this weekend. Um, JT can maybe touch more on it, but it looks like it's going to be really hot, and I, maybe that affects guys like like him, or, yeah. or maybe they haven't ridden as much. Uh, JT, yeah, it's going to be hot and humid this weekend. JT for an East Coast race. Yeah, ninety one. Uh, it's going to be you know, but East Coast is a little different because being that close to the ocean, it's going to be hot early. So just because it says ninety one, it doesn't mean it's you know by yeah. the first moto, it's going to be mid eighties. It's going to be. Like we talked about on the Five Moto Sixty show, it's not going to be brutal, Florida, but it's going to be hot. Right. You guys are, if you're not in shape, there's going to be no hiding from it. Uh, I, by the way, I had Welton on my team the for a long time. I I know Marshall a little bit. I talked to him, felt good. I've seen his results in Canada, and I I believe I I pretty sure I took Jerry instead of Marshall. So yeah, great great job by me. But anyways. Um, Anybody else I didn't really look at, to be honest. That was pretty much – Colt Nichols was always there. Dar- Marty and Sexton were always on there. So, um, All right, let's get into 450s, and here's where everything kind of goes for shit for me. Um, all right, the top score was Benny Bloss with 80 points. That was a no-brainer, I thought, for sure. Uh, um, many, of, many of us did. Kyle Cunningham was next. Him and his loose program held it together for 76 points. Jeremy Hand, uh, 68 points. Joey Savacci, 64. Joey had paid off big time in Washougal, and we debated last week on whether that uh, – did he go from a 5 to a 1, Paul, I believe? Yeah. Yeah. So we were talking yeah. about that 1 and wondering about it. Well, 64 points in the fourth highest fourth highest uh, 450 guy, so clearly that, that drop didn't, help, didn't hurt him. James Weeks, Teasdale, Runkles, Ben LeMay, Kenny Roxon maxed out. Cody Schlock was up uh, early. In Moto One, he was uh, top five, I think, for a little bit there. So that was the top scorer for Unadilla. Pick trend wise, Benny Boss, fifty-two. Aaron Plessinger, forty-one. Kenny was a thirty-six percent pick trend. Dustin Winter qualified twelfth, I think, eleventh. Um, right up there. And he got everybody. With, he got twenty-seven percent of you with that. Eleventh. Eleventh, yeah. So twenty-seven uh, percent of you were all over that one. He's an eighteen handicap. Didn't pay off for you. Then it was Marv, Jeremy Han, Joey Savacci, Cooper Webb. Uh, for myself, I had Benny Bloss. Uh, Bloss is really good at Unadilla. He came off a very crappy Washougal. Uh, you know he's a top 10 guy. So for me, Benny Bloss was never coming off my team, and he rewarded me with 80 points. Good job for Benny. Thank you. My all-star was Marv. Um, he was a two-handicap, good at Unadilla. I had no idea Kenny was going to pull uh, Ricky Carmichael, uh, like, day out of his butt. But Marvin rode really well and would have won if Kenny wasn't amazing. So I picked Marv, 50 points, and that's where it all went south. Aaron Plessinger, he was uh, he was top 10 in Moto 1 early. Had a bike problem. Second Moto, bad gate pick. But, the, dude, he, and I like Aaron, but he looked like he didn't want to be out there, man. He He had trouble with Lorenzo trouble with Ben LeMay like he couldn't get those guys he could not make up time on them I don't know what was going on so Aaron got me eight points on the day and uh yeah not too pumped on that I just feel like it's gonna be one of those weekends and and FYI at Crawfordsville because I can't pick him this weekend Aaron Plessinger will be on my team at Crawfordsville I, I can almost guarantee you that uh my last guy was uh Lorenzo Lercurcio Dan and uh yeah thanks for that Dan thanks a lot I, I haven't picked Lorenzo since Lakewood and uh yeah, I mean, wow. he hasn't been he hasn't been great. No, no, he hasn't been. And uh bad starts and worked his way up, but just yeah, not 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 good. Um all right, who'd you have Dan for 450s? Uh my 450 team was pretty good. I had um first lap leader wrong. I had Cooper Webb and we know that he hurt his knee. <laughs> Didn't even line up for Moto 2. So, yeah, he had been up on the starts a lot of weeks, so that's what I went with. And then it then it went good. I had Benny Bloss for the same reasons you said. Yep. I think he was a good pick out of five. It was one of his highest handicaps. And even the first moto, he was way back. He rode really good. Still got 80 points. Then I went with Cunningham. Uh, very nervous about Cunningham. Oh, yes. yes. A lot of tech set back and forth. I asked about any mystery issues. But as we talked about on the pod a few weeks ago, I got Kyle as parts. So um, I could pick him again. So maybe had a little insight on that. <laughs> and then... Uh, my last pick 
I looked at Winter, but I picked Winter at Millville, and he quit both motos on me. Okay. So yeah. I was like, man, I just don't want anybody that's going to quit. And I've been watching Jeremy Han. I know someone in his little inner circle, and he doesn't really quit. He just doesn't finish really high either. You know, he got national number 90 last year, and that's kind of his goal again to get a number. So I knew he would be floating around getting points. And uh, I picked Jeremy Han. He got 68 points. And uh, he was in 18th, I think, in the first moto and tipped over, so he didn't get any points. But um, fantasy-wise, he was uh, a good pick. The most amazing points. thing you said was Jeremy Hand has an inner circle. I didn't realize. Like, you know, a mechanic, <laughs> know, a friend, an kidding. Instagram buddy. I'm kidding. And, and th- at least they have a goal, right? And yeah. their goal is to try and get a number where some yeah. of these guys are just trying to qualify. Um, I, lo- I looked at Justin Weeks. I couldn't pick Savachi. And then I had Roxon as my all-star. So I had a perfect 450 team yeah. uh, other than first lap leader. I was sure I was going to pick Cade Clayson. William Clayson, by the way, everybody who was tweeting us. Uh, that's his real name. I was sure I was picking Cade. Uh, and then that qualifying time, I think he made it in. I think he was the last guy to not make it in or to make it in without you know, going to LCQ. So, 36, I think. Yeah. yeah, I bailed on Cade. I told him that. He was like, oh, really? I'm like, dude, you're 36th. Like, this isn't JT picking Ryan Brees. And that in Supercross, I just, bro, he looked good. <laughs> yeah, so I looked at Cade hard, and then I just forty-eight points though would have been would have been better than Lorenzo, that's for sure. So, uh, all right, Paul, who'd you have? Uh, I had I had the best team I could pick. Um, the only where place I went wrong was first lap leader. I did have Roxon, and um, as we already talked about, he did not get the first lap leader. Um, so missed out there, lost them in there. But uh, from there, it was perfect. I had Roxton as my all-star. I went Benny Bloss, um, Kyle Cunningham, and Jeremy Hand. So oh, did boom. the best I yeah. could do. Yeah. Pretty stoked. Yeah, absolutely. Pretty good. I, I was. Did anybody look at Winter after that 11th qualifying? I mean, no way, right? Like I, I, looked, I looked at him a little bit, but I looked at his second best time, and it was – 12 seconds slower like it, it almost seemed like a, a, a mistake that he qualified so high like I almost thought maybe he cut the track somewhere and didn't get caught yeah because the second best time was nowhere near there I, I like to try to pick guys that have two times within a second or two because you know that's the speed they're going but he did not he wasn't able to do that in either practice so to me that was a huge red flag and I I didn't pick him from there he did the same thing at he did the same thing at Redbud and, and our friend Ryan Holiday picked him and he paid off that was the only reason why I did consider him because he finished both motos really strong. Oh, did he pay off? At, uh, yeah, at okay. Red, at Red Buddy was a really good pick, and then at Millville I picked him the week after he did good, and he quit both motos, and then that's when I was like, I'm out. So. I was gonna say I don't remember him ever paying off, but it, yeah, uh, but, Red okay. Bud was the only right. one he, he right. really paid off. Uh, JT four fifties. Well, I'm, I'm sure, you can, sure you can tell how this is gonna go. A little bit of good, a little bit of bad, a little bit of uh, yeah. I hope you don't ever race again type stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Benny Boss killed it. Good day. Uh, he's been really up and down, and it just crashes and watch Eagle DNF both motos, whatever. But he came through both motos. Uh, I think he went nine seven, maybe something like that. Uh, but really good day. Oh, by the way, the first moto he was like thirtieth. Like he, yeah, 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 killed it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I had Jeremy Hand. Stan talked about. I was really nervous about him, um, but he had a good day at Unidale last year. So I just prayed that he would hang in there and he did uh so that was good i had kyle cunningham on my team until i don't know i don't know 15 20 minutes before i bounced around but he was definitely on my team at one point um i just they really seemed like they couldn't pinpoint what was going on with the bike or do anything about it and i was just too scared <laughs> oh, so. that's all that sounds odd to me i've never heard that before with that. <laughs> yeah well i was going off of info that you had you know yeah. so i didn't choose him and he'd only finished uh, he had DNF'd one out of two motos in both rounds he had been to so far. So that's not great. Like, I, I just wanted to avoid that. And, of course, he killed it. So he rode well. I mean, No, he, he rode great, yeah. Yeah, I just couldn't, I couldn't do it. Marvin, 50 points. Like I said, that's uh, bucking the trend of me with, with my all-stars, but I'll take it. And then I had Plessinger, which you covered. Um, no. I mean, it was a pretty terrible day. I felt bad from the first moto because he would have got good points. But the second moto, I mean, he just – he didn't have any speed at all. No, he didn't look like he wanted to be there. <laughs> he really didn't. He just didn't have pace. He didn't have speed. He got up to, what, 18th or whatever, and then yeah. it was just kind of hanging out there. And I'm like, dude, you make a lot of money, and you're a reigning 250 national champion. You're better than that. And yeah. uh, mm-hmm. I, it doesn't matter to me. He, I'm sure he doesn't care at all what I think. 
But that was my honest opinion. Is like, dude, you're a lot better than this. You need to get it together. Yeah. So, well, you look at what uh, Benny did. Benny was in the same spot Aaron was in Moto One, and just all the way up yeah, to nine. Well, he, you know, so. he's a better rider than that. Oh yeah, he's, yeah. And he's paid to be a lot better than that. So um, that's just my honest analysis. Is he's not getting it done right now, and I'm sure there is a lot more to it. But at the end of the day, the results are all that matters. So Dan, you uh, you were angry with me, Dan, because uh, we were talking about Tomita, looking at Tomita. It was his first race back after injury, and uh, I was I was told not to pick him, but he actually killed it in the Moto 1 and then crashed out in Moto 2, though. But, Dan, yeah, you, were, that, you were like, we nice had... nice to meet the information. <laughs> no, that was JT. Oh, was, was it? JT. Okay. Yeah, that was yeah. but, yeah, we did have some Tomito information, but he had a hurt shoulder, we thought, but then he was fine, we were told. Yeah. And then, yeah. then not, I was then lashing we out not... at anyone and everyone. <laughs> 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 then we were told not to pick him, and he crushes it, and JT was not happy. Yeah. Uh, the 100% lead pipe block of the weeks for last week. I had Marty, and I had Ryan Dowd. <laughs> Ryan Dowd got into the LCQ, and I think he got fourth in the LCQ. Um, and he only scored uh, 16 points. Now, the week before he was up in Canada, he got his career best fifth. And I was talking to John, his dad, and John's like, yeah, he's just, he's just really saving himself for the Canadian race. So that's Ryan Dowd's excuse. He just wasn't all in, and and Dowdy was a little was pissed he serious? off. Serious? Yeah, Dowdy was a little pissed off. But did, was the dad serious with that? Yes. Mm, okay. The dad John was mad that Ryan was like, "Eh, I'm going to play it safe today, Dad." John's like, "Yeah, that's what." Yeah, I would. Right. Yeah, that's not <laughs> so how the sport works. Right. So, anyways, uh, that was so. Yeah, Ryan Dowd mystified me, and I kind of found out why. JT, you had sexed and Bloss. So good yep. job on that. Uh, Paul, you had Jet Lawrence and uh, Tenet in 450s, and Tenet got 44 points, but that was all in one moto, right? Yeah, I think uh, it was all in the first moto, and yeah. he was up there again in the second moto, like even higher, but I think he crashed out or something and went to the... Oh, no, he told me what happened. He got a, a rock blew out the lens of his goggle, and he had to go to the pits or something like that. Yeah, Tenet was your guy last week, right? Um yeah, and then yeah. I, we don't have Dan. Dan was on the show. I don't know what, who you had, Dan. If you tweeted it or not to, to Dirty Al, I, I tweeted it, but it was I tweeted Marty and Bloss. But I mean, it was after the first practice, so oh. I, kind of, <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay, yeah, um, great. So that's Dirty Al's. So, uh, he's picking it. Um, all right, let's hey, let's do a couple of giveaways while we're doing it here. Uh, one is a BTOSports.com gift card, and one is a Polar package. Just a random uh, draw for for people who uh, play and. Uh, we like doing this kind of stuff, so let's uh, we get a, we we randomly choose a championship user uh, from the previous event. Uh, first up for the BTO card, Isaiah three hundred five. Thank you for playing, Isaiah. Hope you're having a good time playing, and you win the BTO gift card. And we'll pick another guy here. Boom, uh, L Chaser. L Chaser gets the polar package. All right, so thanks to Fly Racing, flyracing.com, Pro Taper, official bars and sprocket of the Geico Honda, Rockstar Husky JGR team. Thank you, uh, Ride 100%. Use the code FANTASY19 at checkout to save 25% on casual apparel and accessories, the official goggle of premier athletes around the world. And uh, so thanks to those guys for coming on board. Thank you, Kawasaki, as well. We are giving away a 250 at the end of this outdoor season, and then we are also giving away a 450. Uh, to a random user on that. So, um, yeah, thanks to Kawasaki for stepping up and helping out. Bud's Creek this weekend. Let's go into who we who we want to pick, uh, what we're thinking. Uh, I'll start with you, Paul. Uh, Hunter Lawrence is in. I thought he would be out the rest of the year, to be honest, but hurt his collarbone. So Hunter, Jet's brother, uh, is in. Um, and that'll be interesting to watch, as well as Enzo Lopes. So and um, Thomas Coving- Thomas Covington as well. Oh yeah, Covington too. I, I don't. What would it take for you to pick Covington, Dan? Um, Hangtown twenty twenty. I don't know. Not JT. Not picking, what would it pick? Picking. What would I mean? I'm, this is what I'm saying. Like, I don't care if he gets the pole position. What would it take? I don't think that's gonna happen. I don't know. A thousand bucks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So none yeah, of us. I, I, right. I did a little digging, and um, I, I, I just, I think, yeah, you need to stay away. Um, I think it's going to be tough. You know, he's the, the illness he was dealing with is a serious one. He hasn't rode a ton, and 
And I, I honestly, I'm going to look a lot at the weather again this weekend. I mean, we've all been at Bud's Creek, and, and when the forecast is the way it is, how JT says, you don't get a whole bunch of wind at Bud's Creek. It's in that hole there, and it's it's pretty humid, and, and I'm going to go with the hot weather, guys, I think. So not Thomas Covington? I don't think so. No. no. <laughs> $1,000, JT, we pick him. Um, yeah, I'm in for a G. So do we like Hunter Lawrence, Dan, at a zero? Um, I don't love it. No, I don't either. Yeah. I don't love it. I like Jet Lawrence more out of five. Yeah. Same. Same. yeah Go ahead, Paul. Yeah, I I agree. Um, I just I, I think it's pretty quick comeback for Hunter, and, and it's kind of weird that he's there even. Um, uh, you know, there and there's going to be a lot of motorcycles under that tent. But um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I like Jet better. I wish I could pick him. I can't, but uh, I think Jet will do very well on this type of track. Uh, I think it'll be good in the heat. Um, I'm interested in Joe Shimoda, how, you know, JT had him there, but I just, I just have no clue about his shoulder. So I just don't know. And um, he just, he's so hot or cold. I mean, there was one moto at Loretta's where he, he crushed everybody, but he's very inconsistent. His starts are always bad is what I found. Um, so I, I think I'm going to stay away from him too. I, I, I have learned to stay away from the Japanese in the heat. After Florida, no more Japanese in the heat for me. <laughs> no more. Yeah, there you go. Um, what Navi's good in the sand. Yeah, nine out of ten. <laughs> yeah. um, right. Is Chimoda going to be the highest uh, pick trend, JT, if he logs any sort of decent time? I think so, right? Like if he lo- gets a ninth overall. I don't want to talk about it. Okay. Well, he, he's not going to qualify. I don't see that happening. He qualified 21st qualify at, Wash- at Unadilla. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm just, I just think people. I no, think, I, I, I don't think he's the highest pick trend. Okay. No. Right, I think the hype train will be going because of, you know, what he's supposed to do or whatever, but doesn't mean what he's going to do it. But Yeah. Um, Is there a JT? Is there a Buds guy? Like a guy that stands out for Buds results for you in 250 class? Uh, I think AC will be good, but Jordan Smith would be one, but he's out. Yep. Uh, I think Swall will be better. Um. Basically, anybody from North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Florida, uh, I think this is a track that will suit them, both weather and soil consistency. So that I'll, I'll blanket all those guys. Nick, Nick Gaines has had some good motos here before. He's a 10 handicap, and he's yep. he seems to be in pretty good shape. Dude, he uh, was in really good shape at Unadilla, man. He was charging late. Yeah, yeah and I know he had really good results in the hot weather races. Yes, exactly. That's what I was going with, and and I think that uh, for me, a higher handicap is going to be uh, Rami Alf. Uh, he was really good in the the heat in Florida. He just hasn't been great the last few weeks. But, he's, um, he's he's really good down in his country, Brazil, down there. <laughs> yeah, Palm Beach, Florida. <laughs> yeah, really great in Palm um, Beach. <laughs> Killian Auberson, JT, is back. Paul, you said Auberson. Yeah, he's on the entry list. I, I have no no information, but I know JT was looking oh. at him maybe a few rounds ago. But, yeah, he's he's on the entry list. Uh, Zane Merritt's had a rough couple of weeks at a 16. Can we look at our buddy Zane, JT? What do you think? Yeah, he bummed me out pretty good at Washougal. Uh, he backed that up with another bad weekend at Unadilla. So I think this dirt. Probably okay for him, you know, mm-hmm. living in Texas. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know what to make of it right now. He hasn't really had that same magic. Um, you know, he looked so good going back to, like, Millville before he knocked himself out. So I don't know if he's dealing with ill effects, Ill effects from that mm-hmm. or what's going on, but he hasn't looked the same. So are we all with Jet Lawrence? Speaking of the second-week amateurs, are we all on Jet on Jet yeah, I would the five? Him if I could. Dan? I would pick yeah. him if I could. Yes, I think, he's a, I think he's a great pick out of five. And what about Swole? Where are we at with Jalik, Swole, or Enzo Lopes at 11? I like him. I, I have him on my team right now. Both of them? Yep. Yeah? Okay. Mm-hmm. Paul? Yeah, I'm, per- I'm personally more high on Lopes. Um, I'm a bit more worried about the program. Um, I think he's racing the same bike he's been riding. Um, so that's the scariest part. But for me, I just don't know where Swole's injury is at. I've pulled a growing before, and that's what he has, and those things linger. So... I'm a little worried about that, oh. but I do think Buds is a track that's um, that's better for the sprinters. Um, maybe JT could correct me if I'm not right or wrong here, but I I I always think that or seem to see that the sprinters, the guys that get better starts, 
hang in there a lot longer, but maybe that's just the way the track unwinds itself. You can, if you're in the front, you break away, but it never seemed to get as rough to me like when I raced it. Um, so I think it's a good track for those type of good starter sprinter guys that can deal with the heat. See, okay, um, I I spoke to a guy that's close to Julie Swall, trainer, coach. Oh boy, you know, he told me the groin was fine, and then he also he's also the reason why. I didn't pick any of the amateurs because he spent 15 minutes railing on amateur racing. Yeah, but he couldn't name. Yeah, well, he, he had been at the Lane podium. for a week. He was probably pretty bitter at, at amateur racing. Okay, what's that, Dan? I said he couldn't name the top five in the class. I don't know, Either. man. I'm just telling you guys. <laughs> so <laughs> that'd be Tim Ferry, in case everybody's wondering. Um, what about Oldenburg? He's on my team. Man, I yeah, I think this has got to be the week that he does that he puts two together. I just, I think, uh, again, I think he's a good starter. He's a good qualifier. He's going to sprint well. I think he'll stay there, and my hope is that he can put two together, and I hope this is the weekend because I got him on my team too. Thinking about – oh, go ahead, Dan. I'm saving, I'm saving Oldenburg for Indiana. He's podium there before. He's really good in the mud, and I hope it rains, and that's, that's the only reason why I'm not picking him. Uh, it's probably a terrible reason, but that's why I'm not picking him this weekend. I'll I tell you what, I wasn't thinking about Nick Gaines at all, Dan, but I really like that pick now being from georgia and all that and yeah i think nick gaines might be on my team and jet lawrence will be on my team because you guys seem to all think jet lawrence is a great pick oh yeah you can take him i didn't know you could take him yeah yeah um what if, he didn't pick um, any rookies what about, yeah what about cameron mcadoo he's fine right he's, he's racing he's good yeah, he said he's I, that's what I was asking you. Yeah. I, I think he's done pretty well in the hot races from you know past results that I look at, and he had a really bad weekend, so he's got a lot more value right now. So I think that's a that could be a pretty good pick. I'm going to mimic JT's saying here. I think there's guys with better value than that three. Okay. What about Sean Cantrell? No, not I'm out. I'm Anybody? out. Anybody? No. I'll pick him for a thousand. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> got a hundred. Got a, he, I think he got ninety points two rounds ago. Yeah, yeah, he was great. At, well, Shugel, but Dan, that was uh, the Pacific Northwest smooth track and the weather and everything, right? Yeah. Um, what about Marty at an eight? You guys dropped him to an eight. I can't pick him. Obviously, a bunch of us can't. But but is he still a value yeah. pick at all at an eight? He's yeah, right there. That's a good pick. You think no. that's a good pick? Oh, I don't think it's a good pick, but it's a pick. <laughs> I think it's a great pick. Really? I think you go Mar- Marty, pick him, I would. Jet Lawrence, Nick Gaines, and an all-star, and you crush it. Oh. All right. JT, what do you think? Nope, I'm out. <laughs> Something does seem to happen Why? to Marty a lot. but I don't, like, I don't like guys that DNF a lot. Like I just... I feel like I'm going in with one hand, one hand tied behind my back. I mean, they pay off sometimes. I get it. Like, Marty paid off last week. That's congrats but i mm-hmm. i can't do it to myself because then i just feel like i i knew better going in and i just shot myself in the foot but yeah i mean it works sometimes what about all-stars it's tough here yeah i was just gonna get to that uh I, it, is, it is tough um I yeah like is mosman okay i think so okay and and he's pretty good in the heat um so, yeah, a lot of value there at a seven. But I, I just, that, for some reason, I like AC. Me. I think AC likes this track, and um, I think those two guys are going to go one-two again. Oh, Sexton's an all-star now. So who dropped out? Uh, Hunter Lawrence uh, Hunt, dropped out. Hunter, oh. yeah. Okay. I like Adam <laughs> at a one. I have Adam on my team like right Chase. now. Yeah. If you can take Chase, I would take Chase. Yeah. If, yeah. if you're going to give me a guy with – uh, his worst moto finish of the year is a fifth, and you give me a one to go on top of that. I'll, and maybe his best track, the only tra- you know first win. If, well, yeah, the track. one he won it. Yeah, yeah, I I'll go with that every time. Uh, all right, my team's Jet Lawrence, Adam Cincirillo, Nick Gaines, and Oldenburg. Good team. Dan. Colt Nichols is my all star. Uh, Rami Alves, Nick Gaines, and McAdoo right now. All right, Paul. Uh, Cincerillo is my all-star. Enzo Lopes, Mitchell Oldenburg, and Nick Gaines. Why Lopes? Like, has he been riding a lot, Dan? Is he? He's got a one yep. bike. I mean, what? Yeah, I mean, he's I, been riding for sure. He's been riding, and I know he wants to go out and do something. I don't think he has a a ride for next year. 
you know. Okay. And uh, the best finish ever at this track. Yeah, I think he got like a twelfth or something here, maybe. So, yeah. Yeah. Career best finish at this track. I, I think he. I think he's a good pick. I, I would like okay. to see him. See him qualify first. I mean, uh, obviously the bike thing scares you because he's one bike practicing and racing, but you know if something goes sideways, he can walk over the JGR truck and get something, right? Oh, yeah, like, of course, I, yeah. Yeah, so that's why I'm not as scared. Should I go Adam Cincerillo for first lap leader? I I think it's scary at this track, man. I mean, it's one turn, two turns. Two turns, yeah. You have to be correct. So yep. um, I'm going to go with guys that qualified in the top three. So I would imagine that would be Cincerillo or Cooper. Mm-hmm. Um, that way they have those first three gates. Or and I think that's really important here at this race. I think you have to qualify high to get the whole shot. Uh, what do you think, JT, first lap leader? Who would you go with? I've Adam? been riding the Justin Cooper train all year, Yep. and I will not hop off now. Okay, fair enough. Dan? Yeah, I think, I think Cooper's a good pick for the 250 first lap leader. All right, you guys just made me change it. Literally, just change it from Adam to Cooper. Just You're right. Yeah, don't overthink it, right? Adam could do it for sure, uh, absolutely, but but Cooper would be yeah, I for. Yeah, I agree. Cooper's a good pick for that. Uh, all right, 450s. Uh, oh, 100% lead pipe lock of the week. 250 class for Bud's Creek. 100% lead pipe lock of the week. I will go Nick Gaines. Uh, Dan, uh, yeah, I, just, I didn't even think about him before we started this podcast, but I'm in on Nick Gaines. Paul? And the Lopes. All right. JT? I'm going to go, man, I want to say Oldenburg, but I'm a little scared of how hot it's going to be. Um, dang it. I will go Shimoda. Wow, crap. I don't know if he's racing. Um, Oldenburg, please find some endurance. I'll go Oldenburg. Okay. All right, Dan. Jet Lawrence. All right. Okay. Fair enough. All right, 450s for Bud's Creek. Uh, Joey Savacci just tweeted or Instagram that he is not going to race this weekend. He's expecting a child. So, well, he's not, but his his wife is. Uh, so, he, Joey Savacci won't be racing this weekend. So, that takes one of my questions that I had out, uh, whether he was a zero and whether he was worth it or not. So, to pick for fantasy. Um, Currently changing my team. Dean Wilson's a zero. Norwin's a zero. Anybody like those guys? Well, Paul likes Dean Wilson, of course, but. I mean, I. I like them both. I think they're both very good in the heat. And again, that's going to be a big that's going to be a big factor factor to me. The four go second. They're going to get the two hottest motos. So um, I think they're both fine picks. Yeah, I think there is better picks though. Do I remember Norin doing well at Buds, or is that just is that just? I mean, he lived he lived in South Carolina for a long time. Yeah. So yeah. I think this similar conditions. Okay. Um. I'm not picking Dino until he shows me more than he's been showing. Ah, he's, Dean scared me with the, my post-race interview where he told me how bad his shoulder is. I'm like, oh, yeah. really? <laughs> yeah, I don't think his shoulder's very good. Right. Uh, Clayson won't be there this weekend, by the way. Neither will Welton. They'll be up in Canada, just FYI on that. Um, all right, well, give me some picks then, Paul. You said better ones. Give me some Give me some ideas. Um, yeah, I like uh, – I'm, I'm going to go back to what I spoke about last week. Uh, I like Caleb Tennant again. Um, he's on the East Coast. He's from South Africa. He is a... I think he's going to be very good in the heat. He's finally going to get to ride press day this weekend, so I think that's going to be big for him because he's going to all these tracks for the first time, right? And he's having to learn them. I think that's... At least that's what he's telling me. That's been one of the toughest things for him. So he's on my list. Um, I like Cody Shock. He's a 12. Um, he hasn't been as is it great. he from Maryland or he, no? My... I don't yeah, I think so. Think so, oh, I think he okay. is. Uh, hold on, I'm looking at um, right Cody. While well, looking at Washugo results, won't really help. Yeah, uh, here we go. New Berlin results. He's from Dover, Delaware. It's oh, close enough. Thing. Same thing. Yeah. yeah, it's about ten miles so from Maryland. I, I like him here a lot um, because one, because he put in his best rides in the hot races. Uh, Southwick, Redbud, he was very, very good. Um, he's done good here in the past. And he's a 12. It's one of his higher handicaps because he's had a couple bad weekends. So I, I like him a lot. I, he seems to be a guy that doesn't quit and can deal with the heat. So I like him. Um, all-star-wise, it's tough this weekend, I think. Uh, there's a lot of twos. Um, but I like Osborne just from what his goals are. I think he, he has a goal of being on the podium the last three. 
I think he loves Bud's Creek. I know he loves Bud's Creek. The first place, you know, first win here, debuted here, got his first title here. Um, and he's very, very good at uh, in the heat. So I like him as my all-star. Okay, Cody Schlock, he went 19-20 last year at Butts Creek. He goes 19-20 now this year. It's pretty damn good. It's decent. Yeah, I mean, he's a 12, so yeah, that's decent points. Yeah, that's decent points. Uh, Tomita went 15-11 last year at Butts Creek. So Yeah, that ain't going to happen again. Okay, all right. Um, who do you like, Dan? Is Jake Masterpool back? I have no idea. No. Let's hope not. No. I, I, I had heard that he was coming back, so I wasn't sure. Um, and I oh. thought maybe he'd be good. Well, he's not on the answer list right now, Dan. <clears throat> okay. I like uh, I like AP. I know you guys had him last week, and uh, you can't pick him. Really? But yeah, he's great. I like him. <laughs> yeah, he's great. <laughs> uh, I mean, his handicap went up one. Um, I think he's a good pick. I like Jason Anderson as an all-star. I think with Cooper out, yeah, I think he he should be top five, um, both motos. I agree on that. Yep. Um, I like a, a lot of what Paul said about Cody Shock. I just he had that really big crash at Unadilla, and it looked like it might have affected him at Unadilla. He was up front both motos and and kind of went backwards. So I don't know if he's maybe dealing with some of that or not. But he had a big crash at Unadilla in that practice session. They showed on TV there. But the picks are hard in the 450 class. They are. Um, That's why I was when I said to Paul, like, give me some picks because I'm struggling. Yeah, I mean, with with Joey mm-hmm. out, that kind of moves all these privateers up one more spot, you would think. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyler Bowers hasn't been great the last few weeks, but he's he is at an eight. He had a bad weekend at Unadilla, uh, but he got 15th in the second mm-hmm. moto. So at an eight, if he went, you know, 14 or 15, that that would still be pretty good points. So he'll be one I'm I look out. at. I'm out. You're out on Bowers. I I think so. I just I I, I just I mean, I'm going back to the heat. I know I sound like a broken record, but I don't think his heat results have been very good. I, I don't he's got think, a lot of muscle to carry around. I don't think it's gonna be that hot. I mean, JT said 91. Like I know it's East Coast, it's humidity. I get it. It's gonna be you know, it's not gonna be cool. Don't get me wrong, but this isn't this isn't WW that, Ranch here. You know. I I think 91 and sunny at Bud's Creek is pretty pretty. It's gonna be hot. Does anybody have any Cody Shock? Do we have any Cody Shock whisperers here? Hit me up on, on DM on Instagram. Tell me what. Tell me what, how Cody's doing. Yeah, I mean, he he was start, he started inside the top five, I think, in Moto One. Yeah, Dan, do you? I said I'm saving AP. Well, I'm not saving AP. I can't pick him. So, but I'm picking him for Ironman. Is that something to think about? Yeah, for sure. You can think about it. But when the picks are really hard here, and we can pick AP, mm-hmm. it's it's really hard to pass up on him at a six. I mean, he's a better rider than than this than his results have been showing, right? I mean, you want yeah. to think. So I, I'm going to pick him. I think I look at Ben LeMay, too. I know he trains in Texas, and um, he had a good result for me at Washougal. I know it's totally different track and conditions, but uh, I don't think the heat really phases Ben. I think he's in good shape. So right now he's on my team as well. Uh, but it picks are tough for sure. I think you could gamble with Justin Bogle as an all-star and first lap leader at Butts Creek. He's won here before. His starts are back, it seems like, and with the start being only two turns in, mm-hmm. it could be a uh, – I think 450 first-lap leader is really hard. Uh, Kyle Cunningham's a five after his decent uh, Unadilla, but he went 10-13 last year. Now, that was on a JGR bike, you know, like not the loose program that I speak about. But 10-13 for Cunningham, uh, Dan, out of five, you'll take that. Yeah, I mean – I feel very lucky that Kyle put two motos together. <laughs> I, I'm like, I'm not going to tell anybody to go pick them. Okay. All right. Uh, fair <laughs> enough. Um, yeah, waiting on the bear. I'm still waiting on the bear, but I'll, I'll go. With the, he'll be on my Wednesday team right now. Um, I, I think I think one guy to look at possibly again is, uh, is John Short again. Um, it's going to be a tough track for him because he usually starts in the back. If he qualifies well, then then I feel much better at that. Typically with John Short, I would I, I always take 10 from where he qualifies. So if he's 25th, he at least gets 15th, and that's pretty much fantasy law almost with him. Um, so I think he's something to look at. He'll be very good in the heat. He won't pull off. Um, one I think that is going to be scary is Justin Starling. He's showing back up. He's back on the entry list. I think he'll qualify high. He's an 18, but he showed up at Florida and pulled off in the heat and he, I don't so I don't know how much he has 
in him to want to stay out there. I don't know what, you know. It, yeah, I, so I think, I think his that motivation, could be a I think Starling's motivation is fantasy. He plays fantasy, and I think he's going to pick himself. He needs to gain some spots, and I'm not even joking. He did that in Florida, too, though. <laughs> I know. It didn't work out in Florida, but he he's good at Bud's Creek. Um, well, it goes back to Florida, good... like JT was saying, right? Yeah. yeah. JT, how do you feel about Starling? I'm out. Okay. <laughs> what about for $1,000? Sure. Okay. I'll, put, I'll put anybody on. I'll put Dan on my team for $1,000. <laughs> yeah, we're waiting on that. Dan. We're waiting for that Dan Truman guy to come through. Yeah, he's busy. Um, so nobody's uh, nobody's on Tamita for those good results last year? Like He's on my team. Oh, okay. All right. Yep. So, yeah. All right. He's so. on my team. Tristan Lane is on my team. Isaac Teasdale's on my team. Zach Osborne's on my team. I, Tristan Lane isn't signed up as of right now. That's okay. I, we got till Saturday. Okay. <laughs> no, no, I just uh, Florida guy, hot race. No Cody Sock? Similar. No Cody? Uh, Delaware? If he looks good in practice, I'll probably put Cody Shock on my team. All right. Who's your 100% lead pipe block of the week, JT? Uh, I'll go Tamita. Oh, wow. Okay. Yep. There we go. Uh, mine's Cody Shock. That's my 100% lead pipe block of There's the week. There's no L in that. Shock. Shock. There you go. Uh, yeah, Cody Shock. Uh, my team nope, is nope. Cody Shock, Jason Anderson, Kyle Cunningham. Although you just scared the shit out of me, Dan, when you said I, I I feel very lucky to get two motos out of Kyle Cunningham, and I'll go with the Bear. Goddamn Bear! Come on, let's do this. Let's do this, Tyler. Come on, he's an eight. Um, that's my team. Paul, who's your who's your hundred percent lead pipe block of the week? Yeah, uh, Cody Shock is my lead pipe. Um, I agree with you guys on All-Star, so I just changed it. I'll go Anderson for my All-Star. Um, I'm going Caleb Tennant. And, and yeah, I, even though I want to change, save him for, for Indian, Indiana, I think I think you got to go Aaron Plessinger this weekend, too. So he's on my team. Oh, man, AP, that's a tough one. Dan, Dan who do you got, who's your lock and who's on your team? My lock is AP. Oh, boy. Uh, he's also on my team. Jason Anderson's my All-Star. Cody Shock out of 12, kind of just going off practice like JT said, and maybe we can get some info on his injury. And then Ben LeMay is my fourth guy right now. But I do like the Bear. So maybe I put the Bear in instead of Cody, the, depending on mm-hmm. what kind of info we get. Okay. Why Teasdale, JT? Just feeling it? Uh, he's from the Carolinas. Okay. And uh, it's just the dirt. Dirt makeup should work for him. All right. Fair enough. All right, anything else? First lap leaders, 450s, Ken Roxon, and, and that's it, because now we lost Coop. So do we just go Ken Roxon, everybody? Uh, no, I don't think so, man. I, okay. I don't, it's going to be somebody that qualifies in the top three. <laughs> well, that'll be Ken, almost for sure. <laughs> uh, telling you, maybe Marvin. Maybe Marvin. He's, he's kind of – his starts have been coming around, I feel. Dan, what was that? Bogle. Justin Bogle. He's your guy. Wow, that would be bold. Pick him, Dan. I dare you to pick Justin Bogle. Marks would do it. Marks would do it and get it right. Uh, JT, first off, leader thoughts? I don't think I can do it for 450. Really? Yep. Yeah, it's it's so close. It's basically whoever gets to the first turn kind of thing. I don't like it. Um, yeah, I, I haven't got the 450 right in a long time, so I, I just need to probably stop doing the 450. Webb was my guy. Paul talked me into Webb, and then now that he's out, uh, Kenny burned me, even though he was clearly the best guy. He burned me last week, so I'm just going to probably stay away. All right, fair enough. Uh, anything else for uh, Pulp Mex Fantasy, Bud's Creek Edition from anybody else? Um, nope. Yeah, we need to give away a jersey Oh yeah, Bud's Creek. Okay. Um, let's do – who do you want to do, Steve? Why don't you pick one? You pick a guy, and we'll make it happen. Uh, I always pick. Okay, um – I don't know. Dino? <laughs> Have we done Dino lately? We can do Dino. Yeah, we can do Dino. He's always a good guy, that. good good looking gear, all that. He'll sign it for Paul, us and all Paul that. and Dino Paul and Dino had a good result here before, right? Yeah, this is a site of Dean's first outdoor win. Yeah. Let's do that. First Dean Wilson win. All right. Dean Wilson jersey to the winner. Sounds good. Fantastic. Two thousand three first moto winner, Steve Mathis, Tim Ferry, by the way. It's a great day. J T fifth How'd overall. How did you guys do the second moto? I don't want to talk about it, Paul. Oh, wasn't your muscle falling off? That was first moto. That was during the win. <laughs> yeah, that was during the win. 
He won this in spite of Steve. Oh, bullshit. My, my muffler <laughs> blew apart. I had nothing to do with it. The muffler blew apart, like literally. Thank you, Muzzy was Racing, that, for making those. Was that the day Chad and Timmy got in a fight after practice? Yes, same day. Right. Right, right. And then JT, fifth overall at Bud's one year? With yep. Dan, were you wrenching? Yep. Nope. No, 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 I wasn't there. Paul won a qualifier at Bud. Yeah, Paul won a qualifier, morning qualifier. Same day. No, that was yeah. no, that was 03, right? Oh fuck, I can't remember. It was the year. It was 03. It was the year. All right, so I got yeah. the I got a moto win. Uh, Paul's got the morning qualifier. JT's got fifth row. What you got from Buds, Dan? Uh, maybe the best story that we can't talk about on the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> okay. That's true. Right. Uh, the day that Paul won his qualifier. Yeah, I was in staging, and he won, and I'm like, you know what? I should win too, and then I won. I beat Nate Dog. Oh, there you go. Yeah, nice. Yeah. That yep. was sweet. I, and I and I can promise you, my my story is better than all this. So, <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. Good to hear. All right, everybody. Well, thank you for playing Pulp Mix Fantasy. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Pro Taper Fly Racing, 100%. The folks at Kawasaki. Uh, thanks everybody for playing, and uh, good luck. And we will uh, we'll reconvene next week. Thanks, boys. Thank See you. Yeah.